Welcome to TurfNet's Renovation Report. I'm John Kiger, and today we're recording at the Northridge Country Club outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, with longtime superintendent Butch Sheffield. Uh, good to have you on the show, Butch. Well, thank you, John. It's good to uh, be here on this nice summer day. You are uh, just completing two different types of renovations. You're a 36-hole facility, but uh, just give us a little background on your course and your time here. Uh, our golf course is a private country club. We have two golf courses that are the Oaks Golf Course and the Lakes Golf Course. And uh, so I've been here actually 31 years and fixing to retire this year in December. Uh, been a great stand, a great club, great membership to work for and work with. Uh, our two renovations occurred in that our short game practice facility, we wanted to update it, modernize it, and also try to expand our amount of uh, footage on our on our practice tee. We have a very, very active membership, over a 1,000 members, and they hit balls every day, all day. So we ex- that was a big emphasis was increasing our footage plus redoing our chipping green and also building a, a U putting green and putting all these in G12 Champion Bermuda, which we were fixing to uh, put on our lakes course, which was the second part of our renovation. We um, took the uh, re-sloped around all the greens on the lakes golf course to have positive flow of water away from the greens, and then worked on that from October the 15th through really about up to about April of 2017 to get all that done prior to the planting. And then in um, June the 29th, we planted the G12 Bermuda and opened them up on September the 1st. And the members have just been really, really extremely happy with the uh, greens. Let's talk a little bit about the planning process for the renovations. Um, back when this was in the planning stages, what was the club looking for? You know, what were some of the challenges that they wanted to overcome with the renovations? Our biggest challenge was space. Uh, we actually took our number one tee on the Lakes Golf Course and moved it 50 yards to the left or to the west and then used the tee spot to increase because our big problem was our chipping green was had a lot of roll in it, typical of a green that they would build back in the uh, late, mid-90s. And we made it more flatter so that the golfer could have a see his roll one of the big issues is they could hit the green with a wedge shot, but they couldn't see the roll of the ball. And so a lot of the members wanted to be able to chip and roll. So now we have a 10,000-square-foot green with a little bit of roll but a lot of flat areas in it that they can just sit there and chip balls, uh, which as most of us know, some of you uh, way to reduce your scores is get closer to the hole on your chip shots. And we did that, and, uh, and then also we put uh, a U-bonker in, that more mimics the bunkers that we have on the golf course today, uh, which the members really love that. But, again, our main emphasis was, or one of the main emphasis, is our practice tee is about 50,000 square feet, and we flattened it back down. We had literally had about a foot crown on that practice tee over because it was uh, reconstructed in 1991. And so in that 91 to 2017, we had created about a foot and a half of sand so we took and took all that and bulldozed it, pushed it off, got back down to original grade. And by taking this material that we had took off the top, we pushed it to the front and we were able to add probably about 10,000 square foot to the uh, driving range uh, hitting area. So 
which of course increased our use and, and we have more time and less time on mats. What was the time frame in terms of how long has this been in the works from a planning standpoint? Uh, when did they first start looking at these renovations uh, and, and getting started with the project? Uh, we started about three years ago with the planning stage. What we want to do had as most country clubs, we had some committee meeting, had a committee set up to help us with it, look at it, and get input from the members of what they wanted versus what myself and maybe the golf pro wanted and made sure that we satisfied the members' needs more than anything else. And then we hired an architect, uh, Mr. John LaFoy out of Greenville, South Carolina. He come in and helped us with that and, of course, did the design on it. And uh, then we go through the process of uh, being in the city of Raleigh, quite obviously we have to have a permit from the city of Raleigh to do grading, and that was probably our biggest struggle. That took about six months just to get a grading permit from the city, and we finally got all that done and uh, then proceeded and hired a contractor and got our bids. And it took us probably from start from the time we started looking at it to the time we started construction. It probably took us a good three years to get all the details worked out. So today we started January the 1st of this year. We were ready to take off and really nothing slow us down. Now, you just mentioned that uh, you and the uh, pro had some ideas as to what you'd like to see in the renovation. Were any of these uh, renovations done with an eye towards either cheaper or more efficient maintenance costs? Uh, probably not. Probably not. It's uh, pretty hard to reduce your cost on the you know, your greens and the amount of area and, and what they use it for. Uh, we would have loved to have increased the driving range T even more, but quite up space limitations there allowed us not to do that. As a matter of fact, we're going in as part of that plan. We're going in this winter and increasing our height of our netting to 75 feet from 50 feet to contain the balls as we see the golfers of today seem to hit the ball further so our range even though we're 250 foot long and we have 50 foot netting uh still have a still can hit it over the netting into our number one fairway so we're trying to reduce that so uh but uh it's it, it really you know the maintenance is maintenance and it just it is what it is in fact it's a high maintenance area because we have to mow it clean it fill divots practically every day what about the change uh, to Bermuda? Uh, certainly there would be some uh, savings in terms of uh, uh, maintaining the greens in that respect in the summer. So far, we've not seen any savings. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's a big phallus <laughs> that I think that was sold to us. And it's just like today, we're preparing for our member guest. And we're literally double cutting and brushing and rolling the Bermuda greens to get a speed up around 11 uh, and on our Lakes Oaks golf course, we still have uh, bent grass on them, Crenshaw bent. Um, we're rolling 11 and a half with a single mowing and a rolling. So I, I don't know if there's any savings with Bermuda or not. We haven't seen any if it is so far. Was there anything in particular that stood out as a fundamental change to either course uh, as part of these renovations? Well, the biggest change, of course, is switching from bent to Bermuda. The Bermuda, uh, Bermuda grass is a, is a lot firmer. Um, it puts a little bit different, but the members love it. It's uh, the role. We got G12 champion, which is a U variety that champion has come out with last year. Uh, and it really rolls well. It's pretty amazing how well it rolls. It rolls more like bent grass. Uh, I think than it does Bermuda grass, but, uh, members, in fact, I was just talking to my greens committee chairman and he said, he's, he's still trying to hit that break that he used to have on that bent grass. It'd break a foot and a half. Whereas the bent, the Bermuda grass, it might, 
break a foot or less. And so he was commenting on that this morning. I told him he just needs to work on his putting a little bit more. <laughs> That's uh, a good segue to our next uh, question. Uh, but before we get to our next question, let's hear from the sponsors of the Renovation Report, Golf Preservations and Jacobson. From green drainage to sod work, Golf Preservations can handle your project with ease and give you the peace of mind to know the professionals are caring for your valuable golf course assets. Visit GolfPreservations.com or call 606-499-2732 to talk to us directly about your next project. TurfNet's Renovation Report is brought to you by Jacobson, makers of the all-new Truckster XD, a true heavy-duty utility vehicle with the largest standard payload capacity in its class. The all-new Jacobson Truckster XD is designed to make your next renovation, or whatever your next big project is, easier. And we're back. You're listening to the Renovation Report on TurfNet. Our guest today is Butch Sheffield at Northridge Country Club in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we're talking about his recent renovation of their two courses. How have the members responded to the renovations now that they're finished? Well, it's sort of like, I guess, when we got everything open and we were sort of trying to see what was going to be said, and we had, uh, I think, one of the biggest comments, and we heard it throughout the membership, is that most of the time, most things that we do are done regardless or don't meet expectations. And this project from the from the practice facilities to the U Greens exceeded all their expectations when they first when we opened it up and they started playing. Is this the first renovation you've done in your career here, or was there anything prior that you would consider a renovation to the courses? No, this is probably about the fourth or fifth renovation. We actually have rebuilt. We have 36 holes, and at nine holes at a clip, we have rebuilt all the greens, reshaped them, put you bunkers in, and we've done all of those starting in 89, 89, 91, then in 2007, 2008. We uh, totally renovated the greens, you greens mix, and, and everything tool. And since then, we've also renovated all the bunkers i went through both golf courses and renovated all the bunkers also uh made them more playable for the members flattened the bottom we had a lot of flashy sand and the members wanted to have more of a flat bottom or we thought it would be better so we did that and they were really delighted with that Uh, it just makes it easier for the average golfer we have a large membership so we have a wide range we have plenty of plus we have several plus four plus two plus one handicappers but at the same time 98 percent of the membership probably has an average handicap of about 16 here is there anything that has changed uh in terms of either the equipment or the resources available during a renovation if you think back to the sorts of equipment you were using or the techniques you were using back on those first renovations compared to what you experienced just now what would you say is any contrast or anything different in that regard yeah, yeah, we have more equipment available to us now, and I think we're particularly with the renovation of going from bent grass to Bermuda grass, uh, even though we groomed the bent grass just during this growing season a little bit, did this. With Bermuda grass, we're seeing it's a lot more intensive manage. So, like I said, we've got brushes on the greens more now, of course, groomers on the greens more now, and we're rolling it more. Um, we're still playing with the difference between using a triplex on them and our walking uh, greens mowers, uh, which one's going to work best. Uh, and we're actually looking as we go into 2018 
of purchasing uh, two triplexes, two of the Euro triplexes that uh, that Toro more likely that was what we've been using, and they they've got different reel setups. The reels are different. The how they're set up are different, and really more gauged maybe towards the uh, Bermuda grass than the old triplex 3150s that we have. In the same way with the walking greens mowers, we're looking at buying a whole U6 of them also, and they would be equipped with groomers, brushes, and all the latest uh, stuff to help groom the uh, Bermuda grass. And finally, is there anything, looking back on the completed renovation, that you would do differently if you had it to do over again? Is there any advice for somebody that might be doing a similar renovation to what you just experienced? Uh there's not a lot we would do different. Uh, I wish the the time frame on the short game practice facility was very, very short and that we started in January and we were trying to get it in open in, in April. And we pretty much hit those deadlines, uh, and so it worked out pretty good. Uh, the biggest thing that I've seen and we made sure of and we tried ourselves in it, we have had some experience in renovations here, is to be sure, one, we got all the permits from the city. You, you'd be amazed that uh, – things now within the city like we found out from a forestry guy the city hired in the u regulation it just went in effect this year we were supposed to have a 32 foot buffer of trees between private property or homeowners and the golf course well we got we had cart paths where that 32 foot buffer was supposed to be and they were wanting us to plant trees on the cart paths basically and we finally it's took several months to actually get through that hurdle with the city forestry. So regulations changed what we were expected of us from erosion control and everything back, say, 91 or 89 is just double now. It's uh, the amount of erosion control we had to put in. Uh, we had to put in a little silt pond to catch anything that run off into that. Even though it was running onto our property, they still wanted us to put a way that we could trap anything that would come off of that construction project, especially being we disturbed about three and a half acres, so it would not run off. And uh, just the regulations from the city or from the county you're dealing with, you you might, like I say, want to start at least six months in advance of the project to get it through. But Sheffield, thanks so much for being our guest today on the Renovation Report. And it sounds like a great renovation for your members uh, over the 36 holes that are here at Northridge. Well, thank you. Thank you, John, for coming by and uh, looking forward to going to Scotland.